Learning abilities may represent adaptations to exhibit behavioral flexibility. Number three. According to Alcock, 1975, behavioral flexibility requires complex underlying neural mechanisms that are costly to build and maintain. It requires that time and energy be devoted to the learning process itself. And if the quote-unquote correct response to a given situation must be learned, the animal is unlikely to make this response the first time it encounters the situation, which sometimes is disastrous. Furthermore, the greater an animal's flexibility, the more it can learn maladaptive as well as adaptive behavior. Alcock, 1975, argues that the capacity to learn individually flexible behavior can evolve where an animal typically has the time to learn, can afford the consequences of mistakes, and enjoys a significant reproductive advantage from flexibility. Alcock, 1975, colon 259, writes that learning is adaptive when environmental unpredictability of some biological importance to an individual is reliably present in certain situations. In other words, some animals live in places where they are sure to face variable factors or events that can profoundly affect their fitness. Unquote. He notes, for example, that the omnivorous toad learns through trial and error which insects are edible. This learning ability is adaptive because the insect species available to individual toads during their lifetime vary, and hence are not predictable by the genome. Similarly, the specific characteristics that make a given offspring unique obviously cannot be known in advance by the parent's genome. Animals of many species are able to learn to recognize their own offspring because it is adaptive to give aid selectively to offspring rather than to immature conspecifics at random. As these examples illustrate, most behavioral flexibility is based on sensory learning. That is, animals learn to discriminate between various stimuli, but they act on these discriminations with species-typical motor patterns. In very few species do the motor patterns themselves vary from individual to individual. When a specific response to a particular stimulus is invariably adaptive, selection can be expected to favor animals 
who reliably exhibit the response to that stimulus. As outlined above, if the environment is predictable, whether and to what extent learning processes are incorporated into the development of such a response, presumably is determined by energetic costs. Given two competing developmental strategies that produce the same behavioral outcome. Selection favors the more energetically economical one. But the more variable the environment, the less likely to be present are the specific conditions necessary to ensure that a given response will be learned. For example, the development of normal adult rhesus monkey copulation depends on the prior occurrence of copulation-like behavior in the infant and juvenile peer group. If rhesus groups varied in size to such an extent that infants sometimes had no peers during their early years, selection would favor monkeys in whom normal copulation behaviors develop innately. Thus, a kind of paradox can be discerned depending on the circumstances. Environmental variability can favor either learning or innate development. Learning is favored when it is adaptive for an animal to exhibit different behavior patterns or to make different discriminations in various environments. Innate development is favored when it is adaptive for an animal to exhibit the same behavior pattern to a particular stimulus in all environments. In the latter situation, innateness constitutes a kind of insurance against environmental exigencies. So far, I have written of learning as if it were a general ability to modify behavior in adaptive ways. The very antithesis of the specificity implied by innate. But this is not the case. Natural selection has shaped the capacity to learn just as it has shaped innate behavior. And animal species differ in what they can learn when they can learn it, and how easily they can learn different things. Alcock, 1975, colon 235. Constraints are on learning, and predispositions to learn can be understood only with respect to the specific problems a species has encountered during the course of its evolutionary history. Washburn et al., 1965, 1546, write, begin of excerpt, It has become clear that although learning has great importance in the normal development of nearly all phases of primate behavior, it is not a generalized ability. Animals are able to learn some things with great ease, and other things only with the greatest difficulty. Learning is part of the adaptive pattern of species and can be, mis rather can be understood only when 
it is seen as the process of acquiring skills and attitudes that are of evolutionary significance to a species when living in the environment to which it is adapted. End of excerpt. The toad, which learns in one trial to avoid eating a noxious species of millipede, will continue to consume BBs that are rolled past it until it becomes a living beanbag. Alcock, 1975. Ancestral toads never encounter BB-like objects and toad nervous systems simply are not constructed to permit toads to learn to discriminate and to avoid eating BBs with any number of learning trials. The African village weaver bird learns to discriminate its own eggs and ejects eggs placed in its nest by the parasitic cuckoo. But the herring gull, whose ancestors lack nest parasites, cannot discriminate its own eggs from eggs experimentally introduced into its nest, even if the experimental eggs are the wrong color.